All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. It's after 3 o'clock. Jason Greger, Connor Halley with you on Sports 1440, presented by PlayAlberta.ca. Get in the game, baby. Get the boost bets. Try it out. Small, five bucks, ten bucks. Just see, adds a little spice, a little entertainment to it. Good luck. Play Alberta.ca. I'm uh, Jason Greger, and uh, we welcome in our uh, regular Monday co host. He's a two time author, former eighth overall pick of the uh, Montreal Canadiens. I shouldn't say former, because that means he's dead. He was an eighth overall pick. Of the uh, Montreal Canadiens and uh, now also stars in season two of Shorzy. It debuted on Friday. Terry Ryan joins us. TR, how are you? Good to be back. I'm all right. Had a, had a great weekend. How about you? I'm good. Yeah. Did, did you get through the watch party? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's uh, it was um Entertaining to say the least. Yeah, I was pretty proud of what we, what we've done. Jared, in particular, putting it all together. But it was fun to watch. Now you had seen it before, but now did you guys binge watch the entire one, or just watch an episode on Friday? What'd you do? Yeah, well, I, I'd seen them, but I watched them myself on my phone, so it wasn't quite. So seeing it, I, I got a big eighty-five inch TV here, so a little bit watched better it on there. Which yeah, packed a lot more punch. Yeah, and. Uh, and yeah, I mean, watching it for for myself actually, um, you know, it's it's the, the first time watching it like anybody else, putting it together, and you know, watching it linear, the linear storyline. But after that, you know, you can always pick up tips on what we can do better and what I can do differently as an actor. And there's some things I saw, so I, I'm I'm as I'm as much of a critic as I guess a critic. 
Okay. So now when you watch it, Terry, because if you look back at Terry Ryan, the rookie in his first year as a pro, and then Terry Ryan in his second year as a pro, I would assume he was better. So uh, was Hitch a better actor in season two than he was in season one? I don't know. I got some help, and I really paid attention. I, I, I read a lot, and I got some help with I got some acting lessons. Okay. Another way to say that. Yeah, yeah. Just sum it up and say I got acting lessons. Yeah, yeah. Well, of course. So, Why wouldn't I you? mean, there's one way, you know, I find a lot of things I do, like I said the other day when I told you I went in and, and did a stunt the day before that, I played a guy in a bar. I'm often just playing that character for that day, so I'm delivering it like a, a stereotype of a particular, you know, if I'm a drunk in a bar, then I'll be a drunk in a bar, like you know, there, there's an idea for that that people have formed in their head. You can have a little bit of fun with the wardrobe, whatever, but you're not really giving much personality other than you got to be a drunk in a bar. So do the stereotypical things that a drunk in the bar does. But the more, you know, I've, I've never been involved with a character like this. And even though it's a Newfoundlander and there's a level of fun to it because, you know, I'm imitating a friend and friends and, you know, I grew up around it. And, I, you know, there's a lot of ways to have fun with it. I'm still playing Ted Hitchcock and each each phrase each word each scene for sure i'm adding some depth to that character so i find there's a lot of you know you got to really know the guy inside and out and you got to know the situation inside and out and you know ted is close to me i have a lot in common with them but ted hitchcock isn't necessarily terry ryan and to find out where one ends and the other begins especially where it's so similar is a little bit of a task to be honest i don't know that would make sense and i like how you say you know he adds some depth to the character and i don't think that's any different than professional athletes you got to add a little depth to what you are as a player especially you know if you're a young player right and i want to get to Raphael lavoie because he's a hot topic today you know he scored a goal on saturday in calgary in vancouver and you know what? He scored. He's got a shot. Everybody kind of knew he had a shot. But, you know, he's playing in, in a different role than what he has before. Usually he's been a top six forward or a top line guy on most teams that he's played on. Right. Last year in the American League, he was their best forward. He's on the power play. He's getting, you know, he's playing against the top players. He's getting a lot of minutes. You get to the NHL. That's not happening. Right. They got McDavid and Drysaddle. They're a high scoring team. They don't, they don't need another top six winger. They need a guy who can contribute in limited minutes, Terry. And that's very hard. Because it's hard to sit for a long time when you're not used to it, right? Everybody gets in the flow of things. The more you do it, the better you feel. So when you look at Lavoie and Jay Woodcroft said, hey, he's done some good things. And then he's had some learning moments. Talk about how, because you were that guy, you're a 50-goal scorer. You're always a top-line player. Then you get to the NHL and you're like, damn, you know, I got a roughhouse, guys. Or not that you didn't do that before. I got to try to contribute in 10 minutes of ice time. It's way harder to do. What is... Like, what's the number one thing that Lavoie has to prepare himself for and set up to have success as a bottom six winger when he's not getting a lot of ice time? Yeah, and it's that age-old question, right? Like, what's do you do you play him up or do you send him down? Which is going to benefit him more? This is a tough one, and I've been paying attention all the way over here in Newfoundland to the Edmonton Oilers camp for obvious reasons. But I, I you know, not just that I'm on this show, I identify a lot with that guy. And I find him a curious case because I just looked again, 25 goals and 60 games in the A. Like, so he's pretty good down there. I mean, you know, that, those are, those are great numbers. Yeah. Now, can he? There's guys, I'll use your nephew as an example, Noah. Noah was a big scorer in junior, if I'm not mistaken. I think he scored a lot. Over a point a game one year and like way over a point a game another year. So he comes in, I think maybe fourth round was Noah, like a little bit lower of a pick, but still had those expectations. Now, I watched Toronto the other night, and he's very tenacious. He's penalty kill. He's doing everything that, 
you would want Lavoie to, to do this season if that's expected of him. Now, can he do that? I don't know. You guys are eyes on. That's for Woodcroft. But if he can, and if he's fine with that, I'm, I'm leaning towards him. I mean, I don't know. He's a first rounder. He, he second, seems to be comfortable rounder. out there. Oh, sorry. Second yeah. rounder. Um, seems to be comfortable out there. Did real well. There's a spot for somebody. I can give you a reason or two not to take the others. I don't know. Like every, everybody, like I just don't see it with him. So the only thing is, is that stunting of development. And if not, I mean, I don't know. He's the leading candidate in my mind. Yeah, like Adam Ernie, and I could see people say, "Hey, Adam Ernie's played in the league a long time. He is what he is. He's not going. He's not going to change. He's not suddenly going to be anything different." And I think that's fair. Now, Lane Peterson's 26. He's not that old. You know, he's a center iceman. He skates. He's got some offensive flair a little bit. And, you know, like he was a goal a game guy at the American League, for goodness sake. Now, granted, in 18 games, but still. And, you know, you wonder, hey, maybe. Uh, you know, Brad Malone's the interesting one to me, Terry, because I'm sure you can attest to this. The one thing most coaches want from a bottom six player is they want to know when they put his name on the score sheet, they know what to expect from that player. And Brad Malone, that's the one advantage that Malone has, I think, over all of the other guys. Peterson, Woodcroft's never coached him. He's never coached Ernie, and he really hasn't. Like, he coached Lavoie, you know, a year and a half ago, and he was banged up the one year and didn't really play very much. So I don't think he has that one, right? And so Brad Malone is what he is, physical, kill penalties, and that's the difference. He kills penalties. Lavoie doesn't, Terry. So I wonder how much that's a negative against him because you're in the bottom six role. We know the order's power play. Play, takes most of the power play as it should. It's the best one ever. So Lavoie is going to get some five on five time, but those games where there's penalties, he's not involved. And I wonder how much that hurts him, if any. So he hasn't been killing penalties then an exhibition, then he won't. Okay, there you go. So yeah. I, I, that was my next question. Has he been killing penalties? Well, that's huge, and they know what they're getting out of Malone. I just think from a youth perspective and from an offensive upside, not that you're looking for offense, but, I mean, the part, it is hockey. You're out there less. <laughs> yeah. You want to be able to score. But for Lavoie, this is the thing. For me, and I know I said that there was, it was, there was, there was parallels. There were, but I was going out. Like, really, when I was getting not much time, it really meant, like, one or two shifts a game, and there was probably a tough guy I was going to... I kind of felt left out to the wolves. I, I don't... Again, not a, not a complaint that happened a long time ago. Maybe it's justified. Maybe I wasn't a good enough skater. Who knows? We can we can break that down all day. All I'm saying is that I think it was a little different, because I was kind of yes. going to get one or two shifts. I think he's going to play a little bit. And, I, again... I'm leaning if I was there and I'm not and, you know, I had more to do with the team and I don't. But I'm just saying right now from this perspective, I'm, I'm leaning with Lavoie. But I do see if there's a number two for me, again, I'm thinking Malone for the same reasons as you did. I mean, he's alive. You know exactly what you're getting. You've got years of resume and experience and knowledge. It's osmosis. You don't even need to think with this guy. And penalty killing, when you've got not only a pretty good offensive team, one of the best in recent memory ever on record, then that's important that we have someone to kill penalties because those guys do it as well. We're going to need somebody down here to be able to kill it once in a while. And if you don't do that and you're our problem six, that might hurt you. The internal competition, I'm always fascinated by it because I look at how the lineup goes tonight and you've got Malone in. They're all in except uh, Peterson. Now, Peterson's played a lot of games, so it's not like you know he's getting shunned by any stretch, but they're, just, they're not all in. But Ernie and Lavoie, who are both wingers, play the opposite side. 
And if they're going to make it, it means Derek Ryan has to play center. Well, Derek Ryan's playing center tonight. And I just, from a player's mentality, Terry, when you were battling for a spot, and, and most, the guys know, right? Like, they're not idiots. They know exactly what the depth chart is, right? Like, they all study the depth chart of their own team. Like, they're fans in that regard. Is it better, do you think, that Lavoie and Ernie are on the same line and they're battling because maybe you, you feed off each other emotion, potentially? And... They're on the same playing field that way, at least, right? You're out, you're out there against the same players for the most part. You're getting the same minutes. You're not argue, you're not comparing this game to the other game, and you know we started against the fourth line and you didn't, and I yeah. didn't get this time. So I, I like it, and I always did from that perspective. If you're if you're going to put me, you know, again, and it's healthy. I, I mean, I directly one of my best friends in the world is Aaron Asham, and each time I went to pro camp with him, I mean, just look at our the style of players we are our age what they needed we were kind of going for the same role but now not everybody i'm not saying because i did i mean not everybody looks at it like that but i i used to enjoy that because from the not not only because i thought i'd have the one up i just mean we're going to be doing it if ash goes out there and gets five goals and i get two and he gets three good fights and i don't have any and he finishes every hit and blocks some shots well he deserves it i don't really i have the peace of mind to know that we were out there in the same games yeah. and we were doing the same thing here you go right uh, but, but again not everybody looks at it the same way that's the way i look at it yeah that makes sense uh, terry ryan alongside jason greger on the jason greger show on sports 1440 uh, coming up hey it's playoff baby so you got that you got preseason and there's guys fighting for jobs, and now you have playoffs that begins across the board in MLB tomorrow, including the Toronto Blue Jays on the road taking on the Minnesota Twins. We will uh, set up that series as well as the other three with Scott Miller from uh, Sirius XM. Then we have Ryan's Rant uh, with Terry Ryan, followed by uh, Andy Petrillo. Kevin Woodley's going to join us in the 4 o'clock hour today. Lots of goaltending talk, including some numbers that Woodley has crunched in regards to Stu Skinner in second year. And... Jack Campbell, a really good first performance by Jack Campbell on Friday. He'll go again tonight in goal for the orders. What to expect, all that coming up on the Jason Greger Show, presented by PlayAlberta.ca, live from the E-Well studio, E-W-E-L dot C-A. They are more than premium quality electrical products. If you're ready to elevate your projects, contact them. They'll help you out. E-W-E-L dot C-A. Welcome back. Monday edition of the Jason Greger Show on Sports 1440, presented by PlayAlberta.ca. Jason Greger alongside uh, Terry Ryan and whoo, baby, October. We are into the month of October and it is one of the greatest sporting months of the year. Because you have NHL, NBA beginning, you're in NFL, you got CFL, and of course, you have MLB playoffs. As we get to our MLB report, brought to you by Legacy Heating and Cooling, home of the no payments, no interest for one year on your furnace. Be warm all winter. Get one now at LegacyHeating.ca. And of course, the Major League Baseball playoffs begin tomorrow. Scott Miller from Sirius XM joins us to uh, to discuss all of them. Scotty, how you doing, my man? We're good. How are you guys? Uh, happy day. Happy opening playoff week. Uh, can't wait for all four. You know, tomorrow's great. I mean, it starts with a bang, four games. Oh, it's fun. So let, well, let's start with the Jays and uh, and the Twins. Of course, uh, in Canada, there's lots of Jays fans. Um, you know, Toronto has been... Uh, inconsistent would probably be uh, a fair, accurate portrayal. They might be better off starting on the road because, for whatever reason, <laughs> they're not that good at home. Like uh, it, it's kind of an odd, an oddity. But when you look at it, 
Um, from a pitching standpoint, and if you look at the three starters that are going to go for each team or expected starters, Scott, do you see an obvious advantage for either team? No, I mean, it's, it's interesting. The, the Twins, of course, are going to uh, start with uh, with a bunch of baggage. That You know, I mean, it's unbelievable that they've lost 18 consecutive playoff games. I mean, it, it's – I mean, they've got an enormous monkey to get off their back. And I know the guys today, Carlos Correa and, um, you know, Byron Buxton and these guys, it's not like they've lost all 18 games, but that's a long haul of many years. Uh, they're going to feel that pressure because the city feels that. And Rocco Baldelli is yet, the manager is yet to win a playoff game. Yeah. I believe he's 0 and 5. So, that's the first thing that that the twins have to get settled right away is they need to come out and play free and easy and not be tight, not be thinking about, uh, you know, any kind of that baggage. Um, you know, <clears throat> Gausman, I, li- I like Gausman in game one. An interesting matchup, right? The twins got Pablo Lopez from uh, from Miami last year. For in the over the winter in the Luis Arise trade and a lot and Arise wins the batting title in the National League. I mean, talk about a deal that helped both teams, right? Arise really helped the Marlins get to the playoffs in the National League, and Pablo Lopez is the game one starter for the Twins. So, um, you know, him and Gausman will be solid. Chris Bassett, Sonny Gray in game two. Um, you know, it depends on which Bassett shows up. In uh, which Jose Barrios shows up, which, by the way, ex-twin, he it'll be interesting to see Barrios's emotional. Uh, I know it's been a few years be- since he's pitched for the Twins, but there was a time he called Target Field home. Yeah, um, I may like the Twins pitching a little bit. Uh, I think they're lined up pretty well, but uh, you know, Barrios also could could come up with a gem and and uh, when it's his day, if they get that far. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'll say that I like me personally. I like the best of three format better than the, than the single game elimination, Scott. Uh, where do you, do you like the excitement of one or do you think this is better for baseball? Yeah. I, you know, I worry that baseball's playoffs get a little bit too long. I mean, <clears throat> the best of three in the wild card certainly is more fair. I mean, I liked the old format when there were two wildcard teams and it was just a winner advance. It was basically a play-in game. I liked it in that because right away the playoffs started essentially with a game seven type of situation. Um, but that said, hey, I love baseball. I love it played in any way, shape, or form. Um, and two out of three is more fair, no doubt about it. I also think um, I like that there's no travel day. I mean, the the – you know, we'll see if it changes a few years down the road. But, you know, the, the best two of three potential for all three games in one site, that's a pretty good smorgasbord of baseball for both fans in those cities that get to host the games. And for those of us, whether you're in the visiting cities like Toronto, where you got to watch your team play on the road, or even, you know, beyond, if you don't have a dog in the fight, it's pretty cool to watch, uh, you know, four series that could go three games in three days. So now let's look at the other series. Um, 
You know, the, the Tampa Bay, it's funny. The Jays, by, I think it's an advantage in a way to play Minnesota, even though Tampa Bay is uh, banged up because there are 10 fewer wins from Minnesota to Tampa Bay. And, you know, Houston and Texas battle it out. To, you know, what do you make? You know, Texas has obviously kind of been playing for their lives here for the last week where Tampa Bay was kind of stuck in the number, you know, four, four slot here for a while. Uh, do you buy into that, Scott? Do you think there's anything to be said about having to scratch and claw your way in? Does that benefit the Rangers at all? I mean, it, it, it can benefit certain teams because it, it, in the sense of momentum, you know, I mean, like, uh, you know, you look at, at teams that get hot at the right time with the extra round of playoffs. So much of it is who gets hot at the right time. Yes. But that said, Texas is kind of going the other way because all they needed to do was win yesterday in Seattle was all up to them. And they won the division, and they had the week off, and they didn't have to play till Saturday, and they couldn't get it done. So that's kind of the opposite of momentum. And beyond that, Texas's pitching has been questionable all year, especially the bullpen. Bruce Bochy and pitching coach Mike Maddox have had to, uh, you know, they've had. It seems like the whole year has been two weeks of bullpen disaster, and Bochy and Maddox have to patch and glue things together, and then they get it stabilized for a bit. Then it's two weeks of bullpen disaster, and then it repeats itself. And I think Texas having to play the extra games with a volatile bullpen, I don't like that combination for the Rangers. I think they, you know, um, it's already volatile enough. And now if you make those guys (laughs) throw all these extra pitches over all these extra games, I think that could be trouble. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, Scott Miller joins us, uh, talking, uh, MLB playoffs. Uh, Scott, we go over to the, uh, to the NL side of things. And, uh, you know, you've, you've got, uh, Arizona and Milwaukee and, uh, you know, the brew crew, I like them a lot. Um, you know, Arizona, it's, it's kind of been funny. The NL has got a few kind of gutsy teams. Not a lot of people at the start of year thought Miami was going to be a playoff team in the ring. And, yeah. you know, Arizona maybe a, a little bit of a surprise as well. Between Miami and Arizona, which one do you get of a better chance? to win their series? Um, I'm going to say Arizona because I think Milwaukee's a little more vulnerable than Philadelphia. Um, the Phillies are, they're dangerous, man. I mean, uh, Zach Wheeler is involved in, Cy, even though he's not going to win it, a lot of people think he should get some Cy Young votes. Um, Aaron Nola and Zach Wheeler are veterans capable of, of leading that Phillies team deep. And then the offense they have, you know, it's been a different team since Trey Turner woke up um, after a horrific start. Yeah. Um, whereas I, I don't want to underrate Milwaukee because I think the Brewers, if they score, they're going to be really dangerous. But their offense is uh, lacking at times. And Woodruff, Brent Woodruff, I mean, one of their three starters, um, you know, you, you look at Corbin Burns, Freddie Peralta, Brent Woodruff, that's a formidable trio that can help the Brewers win any short series. But Woodruff isn't going to pitch in the, this week because he's got a shoulder capsule that's sore. Um, theoretically, if they beat Arizona in advance, Woodruff would pitch against the Dodgers in the next round. But that could be problematic for Milwaukee as well. Um, so that's why I like I like Arizona's chances over Milwaukee better that I like Miami's chances over Philadelphia. Scott, looking at kind of the playoff format, I don't know if you've uh, 
dove deep in this or not, but you know, the American League teams for the first two, like Texas is starting at, uh, you know, 3 p.m. Eastern. Um, yep. you know, Tampa Bay's and Toronto, they're starting at, uh, I guess 338 Minnesota time uh, on both of their games. Do you see, and then the NL games are late at night. Do you see any advantage at all? I don't know if you crunch numbers at all. Like, do, do the, do the mid afternoon starts, do they benefit? Any teams like is there some team that should be annoyed that they're playing in the afternoon or conversely, maybe not getting to play in the afternoon as the NL are the evening games and the AL are the, the afternoon games? Um, yeah, I don't think over. I mean, Tampa Bay maybe could be annoyed because what are they about the third or fourth best record in baseball and they're getting stuck starting so early. But you knew that was going to happen because. It's all about TV, TV ratings at this time, and, yeah. and it's all T. Now it becomes all TV programming, and the TV networks are going to put the games they think have a chance to make them more money. They're going to play them at night, and it's it's really interesting this year because with no New York teams, no Mets or no Yankees, no Boston, and I guarantee you that the networks, ESPN, showing the wild card games this week. Guarantee you, and I haven't talked to anybody, but I guarantee you. They were really, really disappointed to see the Marlins or Diamondbacks squeeze out the Cubs because Cubs are always better ratings. And without the Cubs, the Mets, the Yankees, um, you know, there's, you know, Arizona's a low ratings team. Milwaukee's a low ratings team. Tampa Bay historically is a low ratings team. So, you know, and, and, it's interesting the way this is all breaking down and I can't imagine the TV networks are all that happy, but Hey, uh, the playoffs for our, for us baseball fans. And I do get worn out when you, we keep hearing about TV ratings because I'm like, you know, there's more to life. I mean, it's, it seems like Milwaukee, if they make a run and go deep, that's great for baseball in my money for my money. Um, but in terms of, of uh, I don't really see any advantage or disadvantage. Really the only thing you would say is, is if a team that's getting that's starting in the twilight, like the games in Tampa Bay are indoors, yeah. So you're not no shadows. Hitters aren't going to be in shadows trying to see pitchers in sunlight. Okay, that makes so those, sense. Yeah, Tampa Bay, that's not going to matter. You know, I mean the the Toronto Minnesota games that start at what three or ish Minnesota time. Mm-hmm. The, the advantage there could be whoever takes a lead in the first six innings because. You know, I'm not sure what time the shadows are going to come out in target field, but, you know, it's not going to be when they start at three. So it, it could be later in uh, the game. You know, you, you may have Toronto Minnesota hitters battling uh, the shadows in the during clutch at bats in the seventh, eighth and ninth innings, given those start times. Yeah. Okay. And, and that makes sense. Um, Scott, I have to ask you this before we go, because uh, they're not involved in it, but uh the Shohei Otani free agent watch is yeah. going to be one of the biggest things Major League Baseball has ever had. Now, the fact that he's having surgery might lower it a bit because he's not pitching next year. But from people that you've talked to, and I know you've covered the league for a long time, what's your expectations on Otani? And do you think he might sign a shorter-term contract? Um, I doubt it. I think it's going to be a big contract. Um, I think that... Uh, and I think because he, he, you know, his first six years, he came over, he could have waited. If he would have wait, played one more year in Japan and then come over, he would have qualified for true free agency and gotten millions and millions and millions of dollars. But he wanted to come over to prove himself in the major leagues early. And he 
he had to sign a cheaper contract because of that. So I expect this will be a big contract. I doubt if it's going to be short term. I don't think he likes the limelight and the publicity. He just wants to play baseball. Yeah. And if it's a short term deal would we'll just turn that into more of a circus. Um, I think teams already know what he can do. Yeah. I know the injury means he's probably not going to be able to pitch next year. Um, but I think if it's a if it's a big money team like the Dodgers, for example, were to sign him, I think they're going to have flexibility like, hey, we want you to be a two way player, uh, but we'll love to have you as a hitter next year and and we'll work out the pitching later. If, if you've got the money the Dodgers have, you can afford that luxury to kind of wait and bring him back slowly as opposed to I mean, not that they're going to have the money, but say the Milwaukee Brewers. Uh, if they were to dive in, they can't. A team like that can't afford that kind of money uh, for a potential two-way player when he can't pitch for another year or two. So I still think it won't be a short-term deal. I, I expect. I, I think the Dodgers are in great position to uh, get Otani this winter. Scotty, pick uh, your four winners in the Wild Card Week. Four winners, Wild Card Week. I will say, Tampa Bay over Texas. I will say Toronto over the Twins. I will say Philadelphia over Miami. And let's go uh, Milwaukee over Arizona. Milwaukee over Arizona. Awesome, Scott. I look forward to it, man. Tomorrow, Wednesday and Thursday, have potentially four games every day. Definitely four games tomorrow and Wednesday. And we'll see what happens for Thursday. Uh, it's going to be a great week. We appreciate it. Thanks for your time. You got it, Jason. Take care. But that is Scott. Miller from uh, Sirius XM, the MLB network. And, man, it sets up. It's huge. So uh, Jay's game uh, gets going at uh, 2.38 our time tomorrow. Texas and Tampa is the first one, uh, first pitch at uh, 108. And the thing about baseball, when it says 108, it'll be 108, which is great. Got to know when to tune in. That's always nice. That was our MLB report brought to you by... Legacy Heating and Cooling. Uh, when we return, Ryan's Rant on The Gregor Show, presented by PlayAlberta.ca. Jason Gregor, Terry Ryan, Connor Halley, and of course, all of you, thanks for joining us on Sports 1440, The Jason Gregor Show, presented by PlayAlberta.ca. You can always text us in our Jiffy Lube inbox, 833-401-1440. That's also the phone line. We have uh, open line time, so just Put the number in your phone, save it, text or call, either one. It's nice. We uh, we like it a lot. Let's uh, let's get to Ryan's rant, brought to you by Action Electrical. Solar and other green energy projects have a business income tax incentive. Learn more at actionelectrical.net. Here is. Ryan's rant with Terry Ryan. Oh, TR, we got his uh, mic. We're not hearing him, so we'll have to uh, figure that out. Cons, we'll get that uh, reset up. Whatever you guys were playing around with, the commercial break, we'll reset it. Get it up in a sec. While we do that, got lots of uh, texts to get to. Hey, guys, uh, Brad Malone's tough. I'd like to see a loyal soldier like him get some love from the organization, but they really need his leadership down on the farm. Um, Yeah, here's the thing. 
The Oilers want the best possible player to be their fourth line center and not worry about leadership in the American League. That's that's how I would look at it. If Brad Malone is your best available option, I take Brad Malone. I don't worry about uh, leadership in the American League. I got lots of other veterans that can be leaderships down there, right? Sam Gagne is going to be down there. I think he'd be more than a good leader for the time that he's there. I think they have some other options. Um, if indeed you, you realize that, uh, Malone is the, uh, the best one to do it. Hey guys, I'm trying to figure out the bottom six. Is there a Holloway McLeod Lavoie line? Last time the orders won the cup, they had a young guns line. Is that too young for a bottom six line? And does that hurt either Holloway or Lavoie? Well, I think Warren Fogle. Is um is in the mix. Warren Fogle played really well. I thought him and Dylan Holloway were two of the best players on the weekend. Um, I, I think to start, Warren Fogle's, uh, you know, in your top nine. I, I think it's when McLeod is ready to go, and and they're hoping that uh, he, you know he might get in one of the final two preseason games. That's their hope. And uh, if he's ready to go, or when he's ready to go, because. It, doesn't sound like, at least from people that I've talked to, that they don't think it's something that should, you know, go that long. But here we are. It's Monday, and McLeod hasn't played yet, so he's only got two games left. Now they said one or two games. They felt like if they got into one or two games, it'd be okay. But I think McLeod, Holloway, and Fogle is likely your your third line when they're all healthy to start, and then that leaves Ryan and Yanmark, and one of Lavoie, Peterson, Malone. Adam Ernie. That's that's kind of how I see it. I think it's I think it's pretty crystal clear. I don't see any um any re- Hey guys, does it concern anyone that McLeod is always hurt from the hammer? Well, you know what? Injuries are uh they can be unpredictable at times. You know, especially McLeod, like he was skating fine and he just, you know, had like a soft tissue issue which, you know, does is is that a concern? Is it just unlucky? You know, I don't know. Like I look at McLeod last year, I thought he was just starting to play very well when he had the three point game, and then he got hurt in the second last shift of the game. Right? To me, it's kind of bad luck, right? Like he he missed what? Um, I only think he missed like one game in in twenty twenty two, right? Maybe two because he was down in the minors to start, and then he got called up. I'm trying to think. Did he, maybe he missed one game. I have to double check on that. And then last year, obviously, he missed 25, right? Um, but so, yeah, I don't know. I look at his junior year. He played 68. He played 68. And then he got traded that year. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a -a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. 
That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. I played 63, so he doesn't have really have a, a track record of, uh, of missing a ton of games. So I'm not, I guess to answer your question, I, uh, um, I'm not that concerned yet. I wouldn't be. Hey, Greg's having TR join the show has been awesome. His insight to the game is uh, very easily understandable from uh, Eddie. Thanks for having him. Yeah, I think, you know what, uh, he's able to to present his thoughts in a way that uh, even if you weren't elite-level player, you can understand it. Hey, guys, so let me get this straight. Raphael Avos scored a preseason goal. Ty Raddy's super impressed from Brad. Ooh, ouch. So, Brad. Now, Brad, you know what, in one sense... I do agree with you that people can get a little bit too excited about preseason play. But even before Raphael, and because keep in mind, the goal he scored was a the second goal in a 5-1 game. It wasn't like it was a meaningful goal, right? But it's a good goal. And when you're, when you're in preseason, trust me, the old adage, 60 minutes, we want to play a 60-minute game. Well, guess what? Whether you score in the first minute of the game, or in the 56, it's not his fault that the other team has scored five goals at that point, right? So I don't discount scoring. I think it matters. I think it helps for for confidence and, and everything else. But I'm very intrigued by tonight's game. Now, Seattle doesn't have a full roster, but it's getting closer. Like you look, it's probably about 60% NHL players tonight. And I'm guessing by Wednesday and Friday, it's going to jump up to 80 and maybe 90 come uh, Friday's game, potentially. So you get a better sense now. These games this week, I put more onus on than what we saw earlier. That's just how it is, man. And the fact that Ernie and Lavoie are on the same line, I think is great. I think it just kind of fuels the internal competition. Guys, the main problem I see with Lavoie is he doesn't kill penalties. If he did, the spot would be his from Dean. It's possible. I, it, yeah, well, now Adam Ernie, I don't think, is, is killing. I have to go back. I don't think Ernie's killing penalties. Right? Peterson does. Malone does. So, and they're centers. So th- that's a clear advantage, yes. But neither one shoots the puck like Lavoie. Neither one's six foot four. So, well, there are uh, there are other uh, avenues for sure. Hey guys, Lavoie doesn't bring what the orders need. Why not trade him for Jake Evans? Would that make any sense? Now I know Low Tide's been talking about that. So, um, like, does what does Jake Evans bring you that you know? Do you think he's a little bit more robust? I guess. He doesn't really bring a lot of offense. He's like he's never been a big time scorer. No, he's a decent player in in college, right? I think he's a point of game guy. Um, at the American League level, decent production, but not a goal scorer. 
Yeah, so you're right. He kills penalties, and they don't necessarily need a goal scorer. But I don't know. Is Jake Evans like he's a right shot center? So that's fair. At least you're bringing up a positional player that the orders need. That is fair. So I'll be honest. Like I haven't seen enough of Jake Evans. So I'll do some digging and uh, and talk to some guys who watch him way more than I do, and uh, we'll try to figure out just how. You know, would that benefit the Edmonton orders? Right? Hey, Greg's, why not just wait for waivers from Doug? Well, you could, Doug, but do we know for sure there's going to be an upgrade on that player? And then keep in mind that if you bring in somebody on waivers, that just means all of those guys we talk about are all going to the minors. Well, Ernie doesn't have to. He's on a PTO, so I guess they could just release him. And I, and that's the thing with Ernie, because we've had a few questions about that. Do you think he would start in the American League? Well, again, it's going to come down to two things. Does Edmonton feel they have enough depth that they don't need Ernie? And if they feel that, because it's like, well, do we have enough depth that we can recall someone from the minors if we get into two or three or four injuries? Worst case scenario. Drake Kajula, for instance. Do they feel that Kajula earning the gap is small enough that they can get by for a week to two weeks with him as their 12th forward in the NHL? Rather than have Kajula and Ernie on the roster in the American League taking ice time away from the Petrovs and the Chasons and the Tulios and the Borgos, for instance. Obviously, they're not going to take ice time from all of them, but you know what I mean. So that's what they have to weigh. I don't like they got a lot of contracts at the American League level. So I don't I don't get it. Hey guys, I don't think Lavoie's foot speed is is NHL level. On to the next player. That's from uh Ricky from Mooseman. Yeah, see I don't see Lavoie's foot speed as being a, a negative. He's not he's not a burner, but was clean costing a burner? Was Nick Bukestad a burner? Was Kyler Yamamoto a burner? Right? I don't... Not everybody has to be super... I don't think Lavoie is noticeably slow. I could be wrong, but I haven't noticed it. I don't know if anybody else has. We'll see. Hey, Greg's people get too excited both good and bad about preseason. I don't get it. I only hope for no injuries during these games. Russ in the burn. Well, I think there are... Like, for young players... It matters a lot. I'll tell you that right now. Right? Even though Borgo is not going to make the team, he wants to show well. He's going to get to test himself, even if it's only 50% rosters of NHL guys. He still gets a few shifts out there against NHL players. And and it's a good measuring stick. So I think there's value in it. I do agree with you that overrating players positively or negatively Right? Oh, this guy scored three goals. Oh, my goodness, he's going to be a killer. Or this guy didn't score. He's a bust. Trade him. He's never going to be good. I, I don't think either take is great uh, in, in that regards. So, Hey, boys, do you think the orders are still planning to play 12 and 6, or will there still be some 11 and 7 from Tim? I think it's going to be a combination of both, Tim. I can't say with any sort of accuracy on what the rotation is going to be. They're going to start the season Unless there's a significant injury to a player with cap space this week, they're going to start the season with a 21-man roster, two goalies. That means 19 skaters. Go 12 and seven, or you go 13 and six. 
12 and 7 probably makes more sense because you can play with 11 and 7. But if you get a defenseman injured, now you got to try to recall a defenseman. Maybe you got back, you know, it's, it's just not ideal. You can, of course you have time, you can do it, but I think they would probably stick with 12 and 7. We'll try to get uh, our technical difficulties uh, fixed with uh, TR when we return. Andy Petrillo will be by. Also, Kevin Woodley. Lots of goaltending talk as he is back. And uh, we have some text. Hey, Greg's what happened to Cam Tate? Uh, Cam Tate, unfortunately, has got serious case of pneumonia. He's in the hospital. And so uh, we're hoping uh, a quick recovery for Tater. And uh, he will be back with us for the two-minute warning uh, very soon on Monday and Friday. So if you want to send some positive vibes to the Cam man, please do so. And uh, we hope that he's uh, able to return uh, safely. He's got uh, a little bit of infection, and he also has uh, pneumonia right now. And uh, we're hoping that um, he will be recovered very quickly. Let's get to uh, Connor Halley and a Sports 1440 update brought to you by Fountain Tire. Right now, during the Road Ready Sales event, you can save up to 25% off select tires and a bonus of $50 off any service until October 21st. Book your appointment at fire, uh, Mount, uh, fountaintire.com. Some restrictions apply. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health Right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.